Welcome everybody to the Hustle Sanctuary. I'm your host, Samson Shulman. In this podcast, we go behind the curtain of the modern day hustle. We peel back the layers and have raw and honest conversations with a variety of intriguing guests from professional athletes to local chefs to famous musicians and actors to everyday seekers. We do a deep dive into how we navigate life and career transitions and the inevitable gifts and hardships that come along the way. So welcome everybody to a very special episode. I am here with none other than Candy Wheeler. And she's a coach extraordinaire, a local Phoenix person, and I'm just tapping into this community right now, so we're really happy to have her on. Thank you for coming out today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cool. So talk a little bit about where we met because I think it's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. So you came into the gratitude ceremony. And were you the only guy there? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So a friend of mine, Sabina, was having the gratitude ceremony. I was like completely exhausted that day because I had co-led an event earlier in the day. It was like 9 a.m. when when I started the day. And it was probably around like, gosh, I don't know, 11 when we finished up. Mm. But we met at the gratitude ceremony and Samson, you just walked in and you're just like, okay. <laughs> well, it's all women, but I mean, is it okay? Can I join yeah. in? Like, You guys need to just like balance out some of that energy though, yes. right? A little masculine in the house. It was yeah, so yeah, yeah. helpful. Honestly, it was so helpful, especially because the day was like full of emotion. Yeah, and yeah. then after that, it just so happened to be, and you just happened to be in it where my friends are planning a surprise party for me Dude. for my birthday. Yeah, you know, you alluded to it that night, but that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast, mm-hmm. is, like, you made this jump right from, like, the cor- more corporate space yeah. to doing what you do now. Yeah. And that's, like, really what this podcast is about, is, like, taking mm-hmm. these, like, leaps of faith and wow. iterations, right? Yeah. Like, who we were, like, five years ago is not who we are today, that type of thing. Huge. Yeah. So totally, totally. Tell us more about this, you know, this transition. So I've been coaching for, gosh, I want to say it's like my fourth year coaching. So that's so crazy to just even think about. Like I started this business back in 2017. But in order to appreciate that, we got to know, like, tell us about that corporate job and that grind and like you like (gasps) driving to work like office space every day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I knew it's crazy because my, my corporate job is a little different than, than anyone else's. Like I was like essentially in what I thought would be my dream job mm. because I was working as a corporate wellness professional. And so that's really what yeah. I'm passionate about. And like, that's what I thought I wanted to do. I went to college, graduated college, found myself in this job that I really thought I would, I, I genuinely thought I would retire from this job. Wow. Like this is going to be it. I'm so fulfilled. I'm so happy. And then it's like I get there and I'm in it and I'm loving it. And then yet there's like this burning feeling in me that there's Hmm. something more out there for me. That is crazy. Yeah. So you weren't like, okay, so I imagined something a lot more drab and like, oh, I can't believe I'm stuck in this job. But it was in the realm of wellness. Yes. So that's interesting. Well, that's what's so crazy because I felt almost like guilty. Like I should be like grateful, which and don't get me wrong, I was, but it was like, why is this hmm. burning feeling still inside of me? Like knowing that this is like, honestly, not that bad. Like it's great. You know, it was, I, I loved it. And and, and it's yeah. like secure. Everybody yes. likes that because it's yes. security, right? Yeah. Paycheck, <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I so still kudos to you for, you know, yeah 
acknowledging that sort of inner voice that something wasn't right. Yeah. Talk to us about that time period, though, where like that voice, did that voice get like louder and louder inside you? Yeah, I couldn't ignore it. It was yeah. so, it was so prominent. It was like, it was so when you said like driving to work, like it got to a point where I was literally like, I would be, you know, working on my coaching business and then like sad because I had to go and like drive to work. Yeah, totally. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like building this website. I'm doing all this fun stuff. And then it's time to go in and I'm driving there and I'm just like, I really wish I was driving somewhere else right now. <laughs> and that's when you know, yeah. like that's when you know, yeah. cause I would, I would be there and I'm like, gosh, like, and it would just be louder and louder and louder. And I just couldn't ignore it anymore. And I remember sitting there like reading The Alchemist. Mm. Um, have you read that book? Beautiful so, book. Yeah. Paulo Coelho. Yeah, yeah. 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 Amazing. So amazing. And you know, it's about this boy who like decides to be a shepherd so he can travel, mm-hmm. even though that wasn't like the conventional route. Right. Totally. And you know, he goes on this whole journey to discover that he was like right where he needed to be the whole time. Yeah. And for me, I was like, whoa. And as soon as I closed that book, I remember like getting this nudge to host this first ever retreat. Hmm. And that's when, yeah. That's a big leap, right? It was huge. It was huge. You didn't have a ton of clients yet at this no, point. You zero. were just getting zero clients. <laughs> zero okay. Clients. <laughs> zero clients, zero community. You know, people wow. talk about like branding and building your audience. And I had nothing, but mm. I knew that this needed to happen. I love that so much. Okay, because you knew that there was like this thirst out there. Yeah. Other people. See, I sense that too. Yeah. Like this time in the world right now, I think like we're so disconnected, right? Yeah. So people are thirsting for connection. Yeah. And like-minded, all you know. Totally. Right. Yeah, and I believe like, and this is why I coach business now, because I believe when you have an idea to create something mm-hmm. that someone else is out there praying for it, if not wow. a, a community of people is out there praying for it. Yeah. Very powerful so right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I would awesome. encourage everyone listening, like that's, you know, if you have that nudge. I was just talking to my friend the other day about like, you know, we were going to team together and sort of grow this and build, and he's like, mm-hmm. well, no, but we got to have this in place mm-hmm. and that in place. And I'm like... Yes, but no, like you kind of need to jump too, right? Yes, there has that. So thank you for sharing that. That's yeah, very helpful. There's a, there's definitely like, you got to believe in yourself, you know, yeah. there's a moment where like people aren't going to wait for you like, or, or believe in you first before yeah. you leap or the same thing. Like I thought I would feel confident first and then I would leap, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. Like I leap scared. Right? Of course. Yeah. 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 Do you feel the fear and do it anyway type of thing is yeah. cliche, but true. So, so were you, were you sort of, um, painting like worst case scenarios in your head for this first big retreat? Like there's going to be one person there or like, how were you thinking? That's so funny. Cause like it's, um, there's this quote out there that, you know, goes around on memes and stuff like that. And it's like, what would you do if you wouldn't, you knew you wouldn't, you could fail. Right. But my coach, my business coach put a spin on it and she said, no, what would you do if you knew you could fail? Like if you know you would fail because of the person that you'd become in the process. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of put this like spin on it. And, and, and I, I myself at the time was like, even if this like completely fails and goes to, you know, whatever, like it hits the fan. Hell in a handbasket, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like, all right, this completely sucked or whatever. Which is so funny because I'll, I'll share more on that. It technically wasn't on paper failure. Like my first retreat wasn't profitable. Mm-hmm. 
I was like $3,000 into debt, Whoa. my first business experience, Whoa. right? And it's so interesting. It's kind of vulnerable for me to share that, but I only share it because it's like, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Like in the universe was almost like, are you, are you going to continue to do this work if it looks like this? And I was like, yes, because it doesn't have to look this way. You know, this is my first attempt. Like I'm, I'm going to rock it next time. Now I have this like experience under my belt and totally. I know now what to do and what not to do next. And so the, the retreat after I not only profited, but I literally profited $3,000 on my first retreat. On my or my first like my first retreat second after retreat that. second retreat yeah. yeah yeah that's amazing yeah. a lot of people yeah. might have gotten cold feet would you say after the first one didn't I mean, go well <laughs> like if you, you know people people don't take action because they're afraid of failure totally and so imagine if they took action and then they actually like on paper failed yeah. you know yeah and then this whole idea that this is gonna like spun my life was yeah. like okay, like, I was kind of like, re- like, is it really going to like, there's a little bit of doubt that surfaces. But what I understood was that like, whoa, like, I needed to experience that, mm. you know, like, I had to put myself in that. And like, it's not the same for everybody. I don't like recommend like, just go for it and not know what you're doing. Like, because <laughs> that's why there's coaches. And that's why there's mentors, right? Like, at the time, I really didn't know. And it's funny, because it's so popular now. But at the time, it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like these, there's all these women's empowerment communities and business empowerment communities now. Whereas at the time I was kind of like, man, I've never hosted an event ever. What? Tell us the year we're going back to then four years ago. 20, uh, yeah. 20... Yeah. No, 2017 or 20, 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. That's when you had the first retreat and all that. Yes. Okay. The first retreat. But so then you've done really well then because you're in a much better, a healthier place now with your business, right? right? And no, so... yeah. So this year we had the third one and we doubled that profit from the second year. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. It, it literally jumped like three, three, three. That's so cool. Yeah. That's my favorite number three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so I would say, um, you know, what do you, what's your advice out there then to people that crash and burn? Is it... Mm you know, bring up what your, your coach said again. So it's, yeah. So she put the spin on it. What would you do if you knew you would fail Mm -hmm. because of the person you would become in the process? That's beautiful. Yeah. Jocelyn Freeman. Shout out to her. There you go. Hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag And yeah, it's really powerful to think about that because then I go, I, you know, go forward. Okay. What did I learn? And people are so afraid. Hmm. So my, you're asking my advice, like people are so afraid to fall on their face, but you know, even Brene Brown speaks to vulnerability and courage. And like, if you're in this arena, you're gonna fail. Like you're going to fall on your face every so often. Yes. But it's like, who are you being? Who are you becoming in that process? She also talks about the SFD. The shitty first draft. Yes. Do you know about that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So totally. it's always your your workshop was a shitty first draft, yeah. but that's but it was beautiful because it set you up. You well, know, yeah. It, it was so potent, and then from yeah. there, I got like okay, all these testimonials like changed Amazing. these women's lives. Amazing, and like I just didn't know what I was doing on the business end, so that's why I encourage people to like get business coaches, get mentors, somebody who's done what you what you're wanting to step into because yeah. at the time. Yeah. I had no idea like what it looked like to invest in myself. And that's powerful because people have actually done the dirty work for you. Totally. You get to, like, <laughs> like me, you know, yeah. like I've gone through that experience. So now I want to share how not to do that. Like yeah. what, you know, what, what steps did I take to profit, you know, 
double or yeah. triple that. You know what I mean? Now you like, can help your clients with like real, yeah. you know, you've walked it. Yeah. That's always more impressive, I think. Yeah. You know. Always. Yes. Yeah. You're on the field. Yes. You're not, you don't want to just be in the stands yeah. coaching people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. Yeah. I always found yeah. myself like loving more, even in sports, like loving yeah. coaches yeah. that um, played the game, mm-hmm. not like coaches that never played. Totally. You know? Totally. There's, there are coaches out there that don't play the game. And I know. it's so interesting because, like, it doesn't mean they won't be, like, successful coaches, but there's a relatable piece. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, you get me. Yeah, definitely. You know where I'm at. And, like, that's what I got from my business coach. Yeah. Like, she's, like, created this life for her. And I'm like, I, you're where I'm, like, you're where I want to be, so I'm going to choose to learn from you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, like, recommend to everyone who's in that space. And that way you don't have to have that first shitty first you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but, but it, it'll be better, you know, yeah. like everyone has their own experiences, yeah. but when you have somebody to learn from, I think it's so important. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And on that, so we talk a, a lot about mentorship on the show. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. You have, I assume like a person like you has like multiple mentors, like it's not just the one coach that yeah. you're working with, right? Yeah, totally. So who are some other like mentors to you? Oh my gosh. Like you want to know names? Yeah, sure. Okay. Names and then just like the impact maybe that they've had on you if yeah, you don't mind totally. yeah, yeah shout out to all my people Deepak, <laughs> call me later no it's <laughs> awesome but no because i'm i'm a fan of like um you know i i like kind of mix the spiritual and business yeah. so i love gary vaynerchuk for his yeah. like you know hustle and drive and all of that but then i also love deepak you know for yeah. all of like his like spiritual wisdom and like i like to combine the two one of my absolute like like dear friends soul sisters who i just like adore and love Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. she's the owner of delighted by hummus which is Ooh. i don't know if you've ever heard of no Amazing. local so follow them on instagram okay yeah it's so it's actually not local you started out local uh-huh. she started out making this hummus dessert hummus in her kitchen and selling at farmer's markets and things like that. Now she's, like, all over the place, Target, Whole Foods. Yeah. She built it up to, I think it's a $6 million company It's incredible. And I'll just share her story. Like, she was on... Mar- uh, she was on Shark Tank with the hummus, with the delight Delighted by hummus. hummus. Yeah, okay. and she actually got an offer, but she didn't take the offer because it wasn't aligned. Wow. Yeah, like, and so, but then, like, I think it was within 24 hours, she said that she received another offer from one of the sharks yeah so she got an offer from one of the sharks and mark cuban i think it was yeah she said she actually turned it down crazy and then the next like literally within 24 hours she got another offer from somebody else that was aligned with her vision that was like for double the investment she got offered that is such a good lesson for people right yeah by like what i love about that's following the inner voice Mm -hmm. And it seems scary at first, yes. but then something better comes, you know? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So but I wanted to touch back on, you know, conscious business and yeah. how there's this, like, um, you don't you think that's, like, proliferating right now, conscious business? Yes. And yep. don't you think this time in the world, it's just such a unique time in the world right now? Because mm-hmm. there is a lot of dark energy. But at the same time, there's, like, all this kind of rising of this, like, positive light energy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's interesting at all? Like, the dichotomy of that is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, totally. So, the way I'm thinking about it is so interesting because, like, we've been in this age of, you know, like, gosh, 
of just like ma- masculine driven, more masculine, you know, like um, patriarchal yeah. way of being, right? That's and true. Yeah. And then the the Me Too movement, I feel like, yeah. was this. Um, it was like the equator line or something, yeah. right? And it's like totally. shifting. Totally, it's definitely yeah. shifting. Like it, we're entering a new age. Yeah, you know? totally. So everything is shifting and. Like, pretty soon, all businesses are going to be conscious to where we don't even have to say conscious business. Like, you know. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just interesting, like, you know, just because millennials, you know, it's our time. And so, you know, and then after that, we got the Gen Zers who are just tearing it up right now. They are tearing it up. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And so it's just beautiful because it's like, yes, conscious business is circulating. And I feel like right now we're in a time where energetically the collective is like experiencing kind of this, like the patriarchy is coming back up for like one last scream, you know, and how can you be aware of that stuff and then let it fuel your fire mm-hmm. for what you do, you know, and, and the magic that you share to the world that you, that you bring into the world, yeah. you know, like yeah. how can you own your power? Go? Everybody, yeah. It's like back to the Marianne Williamson poem, right? Yeah. It's like our, what is it? You know, our, our, our light is what yeah, we fear, not, yeah, our, not our dark. Yeah, things. totally. I know yeah. that whole one. You know, you almost like recite it, right? <laughs> I can probably recite it. But yeah, we know. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah it's our, um, like, and she says, like, who are you? Like, the there's this voice inside of her head. Like, who are you to be brilliant? Who mm-hmm. are you to be, you know, like this chat, like this being? And she's like, actually, who are you not to be? Yes. You know? But we so, don't want to make others feel uncomfortable by shining. So a lot of us dim our light. Isn't that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. And, and Renee Brown speaks to that all the time. She's like, I literally like engineered smallness in my life because I didn't know if I could physically withstand the criticism. Wow. And when, when her talk went viral, yeah. like she was ex- like experiencing her worst nightmare because she people were saying comments. terrible yeah. things. Yeah. And it's like that's Dude, and I was just driving over here to the studio and I was like, I do you know that Instagram is like just now ushering in something about online bullying? Like you can mm. actually did you know this? Like Gary V put it up actually. Oh, that's awesome. So there's actually like a button you can hit, like yeah. if somebody's like online bullying and Instagram will intervene. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But like why do people bring that sort of shitty energy to like yeah. Brene's just trying to do good work? Like, how can you not respect what she's bringing? I don't know, but I'm a conscious dude. But you and I are kind of awake, right? And there's a lot of people that are kind of still in Mm -hmm. their pain. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. That's just the game, you know? Like, that's just what it is. Hurt people, hurt people. Like, you know, that's that old, old saying, like, misery loves company. Like, you you see somebody else, you know, like, living and then... But yeah. here's the thing. Check it yeah. out, Candy. We've all gone through our hurts. Yeah. If you're a human, you've got yeah. scars, you've got wounds, right? If you don't transform your suffering, you will transmit it, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah, something about, like, I, I read that in a more, like, dra- like a more graphic sense. Like, yeah. if you don't, like, heal your wounds, like, you'll bleed on it. Yes, else, yes, too, right? like, yes. And that's the truth, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and hurt people. So there's some of us that haven't really, like, I mean, I can't even say the same thing for myself. You might not have, but myself, I can go back to a time where I literally had no idea how to control my, my own emotions and my own stories and the things that were happening. Like, yeah, it's great to be conscious now, but I can yeah. remember a time where I would, like, literally use words to, like, hurt my sister or hurt yeah. like, the people around yeah. me. Not intentionally like I'm not like oh, I'm gonna hurt her but mm. I would just say the thing mm. and then after regret it you know like mm. oh dang I shouldn't have said that 
But then also just understanding that it's like, this person is human too, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. going through their own, like, and everybody has it differently, you know, everybody processes differently. Some people internalize and that's where suicide and depression come in, you know, like at an all time high. That pain and rage is turned inward. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens. You know, I actually saw, um, the, you brought it up when you were talking about Instagram having a bullying mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Facebook actually also has this thing for suicide. I saw a post from from a guy I went to college with, and he was literally speaking of like he is going to kill himself. He's not answering. And anyone's you knew call. this guy. Yeah. Wow. He's not answering anyone's calls. He doesn't want to be here. This and that. You know, he's posting this. I'm like, oh, like devastated in my heart. Wow. What do I need to do? Do I reach out to him? Do I need to call somebody? Like, what what is my thing? And I like went to go report the post, you know, like mm-hmm. Facebook needs to flag this. Facebook needs to see it. Like somebody needs to get on this because if he's not going to answer anyone's calls, then like somebody needs to get attention there ASAP. Yeah. And Facebook actually has a flag for suicide. And so it's like literally gives you a button. Like, why are you reporting this post? And it's like, have an, an option, option is for, for suicide. suicide. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then here, and then what's so great about it, I'm loving it so much, getting chills about it. Cause it is like, how do you talk to this person about it? It literally says his name. Like, talk, do you want to learn how to talk to this person about suicide? It will Here, walk you through box. how yeah. to talk to it's them. It's a drop That down. is the coolest thing. It's okay. so cool. Okay. It's so, like, conscious. It's okay. happening, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's happening where all of these business are start, the businesses are starting to be more conscious, even like yeah. Facebook, even yeah. like Instagram, you know? What would you say today, uh, you know, is missing, let's say, in your world, or would you like to add on that note? Because we're all, here's the thing, like, we're, we, the magic formula is to be grateful for what you have, yeah. and still reach and aspire, you know, for growth, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, and it's not like growth in, in achieving or aspiring like those things are, and then I'm going to be there it's not from there right. but don't you think innately we just want to evolve and grow as yes. people yeah. which is how that's healthy yes totally yeah it's like the best of both worlds right yeah. like you get to desire to grow but you get to be fulfilled where you are and totally. you radiate from where you're currently at right like so Mother Teresa Gandhi Martin Luther King all the people that inspired us Kobe yeah. you know like Kobe Absolutely. I'm like R. saying R. this Kobe. now yeah, R. Yeah, Kobe yeah. we yeah. miss you so much <laughs> there's this like societal pressure right like mm-hmm. do more do more do more you know like yeah. and that's still gonna be there we can we internally like you said we all want to evolve mm-hmm. like we, we all do. want to grow and that's gonna happen yeah like that's not gonna not happen right yeah and then but there's this like do more, be more, do this, do that. Like in our society, like you know, you can you can feel like. Are you the, talking about for like like an accolade standpoint? Yeah. Like, all right, you've hit this benchmark. Now you got to hit that yeah, benchmark. Yeah, like yeah. that's what you're exactly. saying, which yeah. is not the healthy way, right? It's like do that, but like be like don't Just, wait for that. You know, right? Don't wait for that to experience joy within yourself. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. like a fine. I just go back to. I just call it a fine line between being grateful for what you have yeah. and being down for the growth, which is what we keep yeah, touching yeah, on in this yeah, podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it too because speaking of the Mamba, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, that's what I learned from Kobe. If anything is yeah. like he. He was like killing it, you know, he and he's still doing more. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. retired, like there, there's. He won an Oscar, like right after yeah. <laughs> after he retired. Like yeah, yeah an NBA player that won an yeah. Oscar, and then and then you think of like you see the things he was doing outside of like there's all these headlines that are like Kobe, you know, because he's all over, you know, in the media right yeah, now. Yeah. 
it's like Kobe did more outside of his career after his, his retirement than he did in the league. And he was in the league for 20 years. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like, it's crazy to think about that because it's that's, like, that's what I cultivate within myself, the mm-hmm. Mamba mentality, right? Like, I can, like, love where I'm at and I can still want more for myself. Yeah. But I don't have to have that more to, like, experience fulfillment. That's you know? that's key right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I that's think key. that's it because you attract more. And Brene Brown speaks to this too, and I love her for this. It's like, your self-worth is not measured by your productivity. Mm. But our society says that. Says it is, right. Yes, right, our society right. is like, how much can you do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, and that's like the Grammys were just last night. Like, you yeah. could be a great artist, but you do win a Grammy. Yeah. Right? You could be a fantastic artist without winning a Grammy. And I, I, right? heard, I heard P. Diddy, like, called them out. I don't know if you saw I that. I didn't see it yet. He no. was like, we, we pour so much of our, like, sweat and blood into this mm-hmm. just so it can be judged. Yeah. Like, and he's like, we're done. Like, I know some really epic artists. Yeah. Will they ever see a Grammy? I don't know, but do they deserve it? Heck yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's like, it, you know, it's like. But why should that take away from their magic, the fact they don't have a Grammy? Well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, like, it's in the, their heads, though, you know, that's, that's the thing. Because I worked with a lot of artists. I worked in music. And yeah. I feel like, you know, it's sad. It's a notoriety. It's a notoriety. Credibility. credibility yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like. Like, once you're signed to a major label, everything changes for you mentally. Like, all right, like, people will take me seriously now. Yeah. But they do some terrible deals with major labels. You know what I'm saying? Horrible. <laughs> and and like, then, like, their music is now controlled. Yeah, leading from, like, authenticity and not getting tripped up by your ego. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. doing it for your soul, not your ego. And yeah. your soul deserves the enjoyment here, you know? 100%. Like, that's what we're here for. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. To experience that joy and, like, you know, you see this in spiritual people, spiritual entrepreneurs, like... It's almost like they, like, feel like if they're broke, then that means they're in service to humanity or something mm. like that, you know? Or that this used to be good. the case. Yeah. But it's like, no, like, the universe wants to support you, you know? It wants you to be financially, like, free. It wants yeah. you to be, like, it's like waiting for you to, to decide that for yourself. Why do a lot of people get tripped out with money like that, I feel? Don't you think there's a lot of spiritual people that get yeah. tripped out by money? Yeah. So the biggest thing, like, we have a, like, whether you know it or not, you have a relationship to money, just mm-hmm. like you have a relationship to everything else mm-hmm. in your life. You have a relationship to yourself, to source, mm-hmm. to your family, to, you know, your, your friends, mm-hmm. your partners, all of it. You have this relationship to it. And whether you know it or not, there's a story attached. Mm. And whether it came from your parents, what you saw growing up, like all of that. Yeah. There's like money equals the media. Blank. The media, because I feel like a lot of these, like, you know, fat cat, yeah. white collar criminals, it's so true. It's, and then the yeah. messaging is, you know, corrupt, no good, yep. bad, yep. you know. Money equals money. this. Yeah. yeah. And so then when people think about receiving money, it's unconscious completely, mm-hmm. but that's what triggers. It's like, oh no, money equals So they'll greed. block it. Yeah. They'll yeah. like not even want to like not right. even allow themselves to want money or it's like, but they yeah. know like. So what can it. people do then mm. to untangle this? Yeah, right. Let's do yeah. some in live coaching yeah, right now. Coaching. <laughs> well, one of my favorite money teachers, her name is Jen Sincero. She writes the book, You Are a Badass and yep. Money. I got to meet her and be coached by her. In person. That's awesome. And what she shared was that, you know, in her book, one of the things she shares is like, write a letter to money and just pour your heart out wow. and see what's there for you. And so, dear money, and it, it kind of looked like this for one of her clients. It was like, dear money, I hate you, but 
but I can't I can't stand you, but I like need, I need you, you around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like you're never there when I need you. That's like as real as it gets. Yeah. yeah. And it's so interesting because it's like, wow, if this is your relationship, like imagine if it was a person and I was like, Hey Samson, I love you. <laughs> or like I hate you. But you're never there when I need you. Does you think you would want to stay no. around? Like it might affect the <laughs> actually, relationship. <laughs> actually, I'm go this way, yeah. you know? But it's like it's funny, but it's wow. like, you know, that's what happens. Like, yeah. we're p- literally pushing it away just like we would a human being, you know, mm. if we're saying that to our partners. And so you get to dive in and dissect these things. Like, writing a letter to money kind of reveals all the unconscious beliefs around mm. it. And then so you get to re- recreate that. And, okay. And Did you do this, by the way, yourself? Yes. Okay. And, and honestly, 100%. and honestly, was it like a like was it in need of some improvement when you wrote the 100%, letter? One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I grew up watching my my parents like work so hard yeah. to receive any amounts of money. Yeah. Like you know, and then like my father always had this relationship where it was like it it would come and go. You know. Wow, yeah. So I believe the same thing. You know, and and then I also because my mom is an immigrant to the U.S. Mm-hmm. She's from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so watching her, it was like, you had, to, I, my st- the story I created around money was you have to work really, really hard if you want to receive money. Mm. Like that's just a goal. So in college, when I was in college full time in 21 credit hours, yep. I also had three jobs. No. Three. <laughs> oh my God. Three jobs. And cause I was going to, I was going to have money. I knew that wow. part. Like I'm going to have money. I'm going to like that. That was my thing. But then I'm also, this is my, this is the way, you know, this is the only it way. It had to be hard. Work. Like it, it ha- had to be hard. It had yeah, to be yeah, hard, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't uncover that until I read the book and I dissected okay. it and got coaching wow. from Jensen Chiro in person. And when I, when I discovered that, I was like, Oh wow. Okay. This is there. I need to recreate it. And so the second step, first you got to discover what's there. Which is writing the letter. Right. And right. then the second step the is second writing step. a new letter. So Jensen Chiro said, every time I'm doing something, a pattern that I want to interrupt, mm-hmm. I would I would say, here I go, I'm doing it again. Huh. And so it was like every time that surfaced for her, she would say, here I go, I'm, I'm doing, doing it, it again. again. And then she would then say something differently. So her relationship to money changed. She actually was like living in a garage wow. in California. Now she's this best-selling author, yeah. you know, like yeah. the money teacher, the money coach, the money, you know, money queen, people call her and like... Um, her, her story shifted when she would, every single time she would pay for something would be like money flows to me easily and frequently. She would repeat this mantra to herself. So like, it'd be like at a dinner, yeah, like paying the check. <laughs> paying the check yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coffee she set up the coffee stand when like coffee goes up from like $4 yeah. a latte to like $7 a latte. Yeah. She's like, F this is so expensive. And like, here I go. I'm doing it again. Money flows to me, to me easily, easily and frequently. And frequently. Yeah. Okay. Every single time. That is like oh. that is like pattern interruption. Wow. So that's what... Like, so she practiced that and that was sort of the change for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you do this yourself? I did do it myself. <laughs> did you notice like a big shift? Huge. And then there's also then there's the aspect of receiving, which is kind of the last step because mm. you can then because you can like manifest money, but then you can like it can go away real quickly if you don't allow yourself to receive. Yeah. And that's the concept. Have you read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks? No. So there's this concept. He says like you you 
your nervous system, like literally physically can only withstand this much joy. Mm. And, and like, so it's like a thermostat. You oh, I was it. just, yes. I yeah. heard somebody talk about it. Yes. We're like houses with the air set yes. at 72. 70, 72 or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, so your house is set at 72 and yeah, in the summertime, yeah. especially in Phoenix, yeah. Right? Yeah. like it's going to kick on real quickly because wow. it's 105 outside. Right? Yeah. So same thing when it's 105 in your nervous system, you're like, your joy goes up from 72 to 105. Like you, like when I did my first 6k week, like my father doesn't didn't make that in a month wow. you know and when yeah. i did my first 6k week i was like oh snap. did you feel your thermostat like, I, felt like... it jump. I felt it jump and then it's funny because i'm like wait okay waiting for the ball to drop or something like hmm. wait is this real is this not you know and i like the money was in my account but i'm like hmm, i don't know like you know wow. i'm like waiting for something to go wrong and it's interesting because was this like, after? No, this is after Jensen Chero's work, or yeah, it yeah, is after. after okay, okay, yeah, cool. After, yeah, wow, so you were really aware of what yes, was going on. Okay. Yes, yeah, fully aware that like, oh, I'm like he calls it an upper limit. So you're hitting this upper limit, and then all like, what really all you have to do is just expand that. Like, mm -hmm. so now you're setting your thermostat from seventy two to seventy four, wow. then seventy six, then eighty. Right, like you yeah. just expand that, and you expand it by allowing yourself to experience joy. And so mm -hmm. whenever you're experiencing joy. See how long you can experience that feeling yeah. without thinking a negative thought or okay. without like self-sabotaging because that's what people will tend to do in that, yeah. in that case is like suddenly when you make this big jump, if you're not fully aware like in that moment where like you can stand withstand that. Yeah, I think it's multi-layered. It's yeah. just habit and what you know, Yeah, but then it's also... Am I worthy yes. of success? Yeah. So that's so where the, that's the self-sabotaging behavior. That's the self-sabotaging thoughts. But right. like literally physically in our nervous system, if we like we don't practice this on a regular basis, like yeah. how much more joy can I experience? Sure. Then our thermostat is set at 72 and yeah. it's there, you know? So And we, we'll sabotage. Yes, yeah. That just happens. That's he's so he's interesting. With every person he's coached, like high-level people, and every person he's <sighs> He's witnessed has this problem. You know, we're all on our path and we grow we grow at our own rate. Yes. But like I could go back to like um, a big deal I had going in, in music for a new mm -hmm. artist. And I swear it was like all teed up. Yep. I had like the perfect lawyer on board. Like, yep. the, And then I made this last minute decision to yep. like switch lawyers for some reason. Yep. And literally like. It was like, I was going to get like 50 grand off this deal and it was just like, and it like immediately within two weeks, everything changed yeah. and now I was trying to like make this deal happen. I'm like, what did I just do? That's the thermostat thing because you don't even realize you're doing yeah. it at some point, right? 100%. It's, yeah. Like yeah. half the time it's completely unconscious unless yeah. you genuinely create awareness around it or mm. decide to commit to a pattern interruption. Yeah. You won't notice it. 95% of our lives are ran by our subconscious. Yeah. That's scary, isn't it? It's scary. <laughs> scary. You know, kind of like the ocean, right? Mother nature and us, same, same. Like we're, we're the it same. It is. Because we've explored 5% of the ocean. You said there's a lot of like conscious business people right now yeah and that might be like that, that might like stop people from like getting in the pool right it's like mm -hmm. well there's already people doing it but mm -hmm. like here's the thing right yeah I think about it like in terms of like I don't mm -hmm. know rappers mm -hmm. or or whatever there's 
like you can't say like I'm a good rapper, so I'm not going to do it because there's already like a hundred rappers and yeah. today's like. But can you? You're imagine? different. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Can yeah. you imagine like Post Malone was like, ah? Well, Drake is already doing Drake's something already like doing that, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna just not and then See what like, I'm saying? yeah. Well, that's the thing, and like I even heard from one of. Um, one of the women I also look up to, Angie Lee, she was like, I'm writing this book and I just saw this person create this bestseller. It's a comparison thing. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Nobody's going to read books anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> right. that's so silly to think about. Yeah. But that's what we, that's what we our mind do goes that, to. Right. It's not weird that we do that. Cause like a lot of humans do that. Yeah. It's like, it's survival. It's yeah. comparison. It's like the, the lack and scarcity mentality. And that goes back to what we said earlier in the podcast yeah. is like you felt fear and like you did it anyways. Yeah. So that totally. really. So that was operating us from a space of love. Like, you know, it's like where are your decisions being made from? Is mm-hmm. it being made from a place of fear? Or is it being made from a space of yeah. love? Same thing. Is it being um, made from fear or from lack or is it being made from abundance totally i meet women who still like they like make decisions out of fear and and lack versus mm-hmm. like and that's so funny because that's like not the truth you know yeah absolutely but that's why core, they say like enlightenment isn't about attaining truths it's about removing lies have you heard that yes yeah, yeah. no that's the truth so it's not about becoming it's about because I, I just saw jack canfield you know the chicken mm, yeah, soup yeah, for the yeah, soul yeah, guy yeah, yeah the secret like yeah, pretty awesome stuff yeah. but he told us what did he say that was really powerful he's like you know it's like you want a lot of you want to write books or do this but do you want to do it from a place of ego? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, yeah, or do you want yeah. to serve? Yeah. At the core, people want to be loved. And they want to be seen. Yeah. And they want to be accepted. And they want to belong. Mm-hmm. You know? And so if anything, comparison comes from there. My biggest goal is to be fully transparent. Because I want people to know what's possible. Like, yeah. I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh, that's great. She's so motivating. Like, no, I want them to know, like, I literally started where you started, you know, yeah. like, and I, like, yeah. we're human, you know, mm-hmm. like, we, if I, if this is possible for me, like, to go live in Bali and run a business from my laptop, <laughs> awesome. and like, have three, go from having one retreat that was on a paper failure to having three profitable retreats this last yeah. year, you know? That's beautiful. Because I didn't have just the one profitable retreat. I had another one in September. We talked and about three, 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 three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, if that's, like... You know, I don't want people to be like, oh, that was super inspiring. I want them to be like, shoot, like, if she's, she built this from that, mm-hmm. like, I, I can do that myself. Inspire, like, if there's yeah. anything I want them to take away from this conversation is like, yeah. oh, she's not different than me. No, <laughs> that's why when we find out some of, like, the people we look up to, yeah. right, like, have failed and have gone through, like, the ringer, like, that's, that, that's, like, um, that's magic, mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. it's, like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> they didn't right? just come out of the womb with this, like, you yeah, know what I mean? totally, yeah. totally, yeah. that's when my friend Mackenzie, when she shared, she started her business off of credit cards to build yeah. it up for a six million dollar yeah. company, wow. right, like, and then Jen Sincero, the money queen herself, um, she wanted to recreate her money story so bad. Like that was her wow. ultimate goal, but she knew she kept self-sabotaging. She was going to all these conferences and it was getting her forward. It was moving yeah. her forward. And this is kind of, this might be something really great for the listeners to hear is that, you know, cause some people read books and they think that's enough for like, and it, it, it can be, it can be depending on the person, right? Mm-hmm. That some people go see coaches, some people go to conferences, right? Like she was doing everything, mm-hmm. and her money thing wasn't moving. It was, oh. if anything, it was like 
the same. But but internally, like something else was happening for her. She was discovering her power and her ability to create her life. And so it wasn't until, and she shared this with us in person. Mm. I don't even think this is in her book. I'm, I can't remember. Mm. She invested 80K into a coach when she was um, making $25,000 a year. Now, I'm not saying like everyone go invest 80K in a coach right yeah. now. But what is it going to, that's going to really take you dead out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And, and put you in an environment to grow. And what is it particular about coaching? Like having a personal coach. Yeah. Uh, accountability, obvious, right? Um, wisdom that you didn't have before. Yeah. Is there anything I'm forgetting? What else? There's like, so what else? many. There... So here's the fun part. Like, yeah. There's so much about having a coach that, that is different from not having a coach. Like mm -hmm. my clients are honestly rock stars outside of my coaching. Like mm -hmm. before they get to me, they're already doing amazing things. And then they get to me because they are hitting that upper limit. They are like, they're plateauing. They're plateauing. Yeah. And they're like, I feel like one of my clients said like, I'm living in, in the life, but I feel like I'm in the nine to five again. Cause I'm like, like mm. trying to like grinding my gears, trying to find my next client yeah, or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so they come to me in that space and, and they really increase that upper limit by, by like, there's a few things, the guidance for mm -hmm. sure. Cause mm -hmm. there's things that they're, they're not doing. Right. Yeah. Um, there's like aware, different accesses, like different perspective. Right. Well, we all have blind spots, right? That's huge. Yeah. To we have don't somebody know. See we, your blind spots. Yeah. We yeah. don't know yeah. what we don't know. Yeah. That's just the truth. And then there's something really beautiful and powerful about like putting, like betting on yourself. Like, I don't know any person that was successful who didn't invest in themselves, like yeah. in a big, scary investment, like in a big, scary way that really took them out of their comfort zone. True. I just yeah. think there's something magical about like betting on yourself mm -hmm. and making a big, scary investment. Yeah. I, I saw a difference when I was like just reading the books, asking my friends, like, and I was in empowering environments. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Like I was in growth promoting environments. Sure. I had done a seminar that was like, I don't know, 600 ish dollars, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And that was like a little, you know, like, like my first, I all say like my dip my toe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And I, I saw progress, but mm -hmm. it wasn't until like, I was like, you know what? I'm like doubling down and putting it all on the floor and I'm investing in myself with this, mm. you know, financially. Yeah. I showed up yeah. so differently. Of course. You know, kind of like. Yeah, like when you're when you're like in you that. We talk space. about like a, it's like a cold plunge. You know this Wim Hof guy who's like a big internet yeah, sensation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like doing an ice bath. It's like oh my god, this is terrible. Then your body acclimates. Yeah, isn't it kind of similar to it what you're is, saying? It's it like is. I'm gonna like go, just touch on briefly quantum leaps, right? Okay. Like, so there's this version of you that already exists. In the oh, quantum, you know, I like yeah, the sound of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the Samson that was like doing the deal, yeah, right? Like yeah. everything that you want to step into it, it, this person has this, right? It's and already so there. It's already saying. there. Right. Okay. In the quantum. She, uh -huh. she the, like I say, my, my, yeah. my best selling author exists. Right. Yeah. But then like I study that individual, like who is she? Like, um, what qualities does she embody? Mm. What do, like, where does she make her decisions from? How does she solve conflict? Mm. You know, um, where is she living? Okay. And then you're able to like step into that. And mm. then, so like uh, what would have otherwise is... taken me 
like years yeah. is now taking me months. I feel like you've done an expedited growth journey. Yeah, a lot you know? of people yeah. say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. in, in, on podcast interviews, yeah. like, people Same. always say that. Like, it took you, like, it took me this long to get here. You're like, totally. Here. You're so young, you know? But you attribute it to, like, these things that you're sharing right now. Yes, right? like, exactly yeah. that. Thanks for so, bringing the wisdom, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. I come with the fire always. Like, you can pro- I can promise that, like, always. <laughs> Bring the- so when I invested that money into my coach, I yeah. became that individual who does that, hmm. you know? Same thing when I invested. I invested in my shamanic experience, $3,000 for a one-day experience. Wait, what? Shaman. For a one-day? One day. Oh, one day. my God. Okay. And she's like, that's like my lowest package. She jokes around about it now. This is the Maui lady? Like, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I went to Mount. Well, she, did you, was there an ayahuasca retreat there, a cacao no. retreat, or what was? Uh, we took some cacao and we took some hape, but mainly okay. it was just like a sacred journey. So she's a musical channel. Her name is Lotus Sky. You can follow her. Yeah, I want people to be able to look this up. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Her name is Lotus Sky, and so what she does is she actually creates a space for you, like a full day immersion experience. Mm-hmm. It's called a soul retrieval mm-hmm. or a sacred remembrance. You wow. know, so it's basically. Um, when, and this is a shamanic thing, when, when, um, you experience trauma in your life, mm-hmm. it's the idea of, is that like pieces of your soul break off and mm-hmm. they're like, they leave, you know? So you, there's this like sensation of like feeling incomplete, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So this day is for you to call your power back, you know? Yeah. It's really powerful. It sounds epic. <laughs> it's epic. Like I, I recommend it. And she says like, that's like, not like her, that's her lowest package or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. but like. I know she she jokes with me, but like she's serious. Like people pay five thousand dollars for this. Did you feel like a different person after leaving this? Like, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I went off and like, like I was fully embodied, you know, at that point in time. Like, yeah, and and that was also when I I I ended up attracting like so my birth. So you actually met me shortly after that, yeah, yeah. because the sacred journey was in October. Oh. Yes, yes. This is not that long ago. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So just a couple months later is when we crossed paths, right? Or a yes. month? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love and it. yeah, and it was just the growth that came from just like deciding that I am a person who invests $3,000 in a day, no problem. Mm. You know? Oh, not yes, to like be scared the, yeah, by that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it took doing that to like, because that's the, the, the candy that I want to step into, right? And she took me through this future rehearsing huh. exercise, right? The idea of me that that has the best, uh, like three best-selling books, mm-hmm. right? And that is like living her life. She has wellness centers all over the mm. world, you know? She, like this is that person what does she do? Like, how does she make decisions? And she is a person who can invest $3,000, if not more in a day, you know, experience and an immersion to like grow and develop herself. You just sort of stretch into that basically. Yeah. You merge the two. You merge the two. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Totally. Cause then now, like now I am that person who invests $3,000 in a day because otherwise, yeah. Otherwise you just sort of stay in your little zone, right? No action is taken. Yeah. If no action is taken, then that's Hmm. just where you'll stay. Totally. That is really profound. Shout out to Lotus guy. She's going to hear this podcast later. Yeah. So speak a little bit about, you know, how you know if you have the right partner, because mm. um, all relationships take work. Yeah. And then talk to us about balance. Well, so. there's definitely balance practices. I myself give myself, like, a non-negotiable practice in the morning that, yep. like, is happening 
the house can be on fire and I'm sitting with <laughs> my cacao. It. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm yeah. sitting with my cacao and I'm having my human experience yeah. because if I don't process my emotion, then that's going to come into my workspace. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. that's just going to happen. Same thing in relationships, you know, yeah. like someone yeah. else can't make you happy. Yeah. You know, that's you, big. you, you gotta be good on your happy. own. And you, maybe that's the, that should be the prerequisite for entering a relationship. Like yeah. am I, otherwise they're saying you're just alleviating loneliness or something and that's yeah. not right to you or the other person. Totally. Like yeah. don't use that person yeah. to like fill a void within yourself. Absolutely. Because that always ends up in, and that's a, that's a working practice, obviously, like, you yeah. know, because we grew up in a time where we thought that relationship completes you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the media doesn't help. Yeah. But. <laughs> right? Luckily. Like, you, like... Ha- you have to be married or else you're not complete <laughs> yeah. as a human being. Totally. You know? Totally. Or, or you have to buy this makeup or you have yep. to do this. You have to do that or else you're not complete as a human being. Yeah. So. No, you have to realize you're good. Yeah. Within and then everything flows from there. Yeah. Candy, thank you for joining us today. Thank We're being you. kicked out of the studio, but this was a fantastic episode. And we'll, um, for the people, tell them your uh, social media handle so they yeah. can find you. At Candy Wheeler on Instagram, Candy Wheeler on Facebook, and then my, my uh, website is www.womanwarriorinu.com. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next episode.